0: Welcome to the Realm of Endless Stories here at the Ministry of Magic, a magical podcast covering books, fanfic, comics, TV, and films. If we love it, we read it, watch it, and talk about it. This is Level 1, The Atrium.
1: I'm Sarah. And I'm Sole.
0: Just kidding! I'm Harry freaking Potter! How is everyone? Hopefully you're better than we are because this is our third attempt at recording episode one. one? Because... Our audio tech equipment has failed twice in two completely separate
1: ways. (laughs) Yes. Well, one was our tech. The other one was the uh, recording site's fault. So that wasn't our fault.
0: You know what they say. Third time's the
1: charm. So, so far we've been talking about this book for five hours and. Let's make it
0: seven and a half. Yes. Why not? Seven is a
1: magical number. Let's do it.
0: But first. But first. Reminder that this is not a spoiler-free podcast, and we are marked explicit for occasional cursing and discussion topics. All views and opinions expressed in episode discussions are our own. Like we said in our intro episode, and I will say it here, and then I am probably going to take it out of our notes because we will get super repetitive super quickly, and you all get the point by now. Reminder that we do not, I repeat, do not, share the views and beliefs of the author aka she who must not be named because we do not support garbage humans nope so she can get turned into a no she touched the football that becomes the porky 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 and ends up dropping her in the English channel and then she drowns yes so or you know something non-fatal I don't know maybe she can swim who knows but get (laughs) out of here witch like The Wizarding World belongs to us now. We don't want your nonsense anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm literally pointing at the door, even though you cannot see me. (laughs) Get out of here, she who must not be named. And we are going to put that thing back where it came from. Or so help us.
1: So help us.
0: So with that, with us retaking the Wizarding World... Back where it belongs. This Mm -hmm. must be what it feels like to have a home. Yes. In between our crisis number one, crisis number two, and now this recording, we went to the Harry Potter exhibition, which opened at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania.
1: And And oh my God. Chocolate frogs, y'all. It was so cool. (laughs) It was. It was very, very cool.
0: My apologies to the Ravenclaws who still don't get blue and bronze things because they hate you. I mm-hmm. I guess or silver shows up better on the silver screen but I mean I don't know what's so hard about putting together colors when they're literally revealed to you in the book in writing yeah. as it is there but then again we'll get back to the why can't you do what's in the book when we get to book 4.
1: Yeah. You all know why. Yes, but I understand that it doesn't translate on TV or film or any audiovisual It's on
0: Newt's Commander.
1: It, yeah, but it does on clothes. So why are the, like, scarves and everything that they sell Ravenclaw in this store, not the right colors?
0: Because They're not they on decided TV. we're never going to make the original colors. Oh. At least they put the right bird on it. Like <laughs> Yes, that's, that's true. <laughs> that would have been super embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> Let me just tell you, the Harry Potter, the exhibition, has props, costumes. It does have a gift shop. We did buy stuff from the gift shop. Of course. Uh, it is going to be touring not only throughout North America, but I believe worldwide. However, they have not yet released a list as locations mm-hmm. go. I know that it is in Philadelphia until mid September, but I highly, highly recommend you go. As someone who has not been to the Wizarding World in Orlando, Mm -hmm. going with someone who has who has even though this might not be an eighth as magical as the place in Orlando I was still absolutely stunned and I'm determined to fit in as many puns as I can into this podcast today (laughs) evidently (laughs) Uh, I mean first of all Hufflepuff representation, yo! There's not only stuff from Harry Potter, but there is stuff from Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. both costumes and wands and other props. There is merch for Quidditch and for like the Triwizard Tournament and the different houses. An equal amount of things for every house, what yes. a novel concept! <gasps> yes. I, I've never felt this way before. It's like we're finally being recognized.
1: I'm shocked. This is my shocked. This is my
0: face. shocked face.
1: I have been to Warner Brothers Studios in L.A. and to the Wizarding World, I didn't and know I have that. this. You didn't know.
0: I didn't know that you had been to L.A. What is this? The podcast where Sarah doesn't know anything. Yes.
1: And, and Hagrid's going to tell you.
0: Potter and the things she finds out while <laughs> recording a podcast.
1: Yes. But I have to say, of all of them, this one is the most interactive It has a lot of places that you can interact, that you can do stuff, like for classes. And I I don't want to give out too much, but it is worth going if you get the chance. If it's near your city, you should go.
0: There's an awful lot of squealing from every fan present. Yes. Even though there are lines, it is absolutely worth the wait. I mean, Soleil can tell you, having Mm -hmm. seen the real thing in Orlando, I'm the kind of person who, if you see an informational plaque about a prop or a piece of clothing on the wall. Not Mm -hmm. only am I going to read the plaque, I'm going to take a picture of the plaque before I take a picture of the thing so Mm -hmm. that I know what the thing is in case I ever forget because my memory is terrible. Lockhart would be so proud. Yes. Uh, Who is (laughs) he? We don't know. He doesn't show up in this book. But So I'm standing there reading a plaque about the Great Hall Mm -hmm. and how they designed it and what went into the filming and the lighting and stuff. And I turn around because the other thing you don't, you might not know about me If you're a new listener, if you're here from before, you very much know this about me. I don't shut up. Ever? Ever. And I'm something muggles might call a douchebag.
1: You are (laughs) so lucky that you can know my voice.
0: Right? Right? So I'm going, oh my God, have you seen this? Oh my God, have you seen this? Look at this, look at this. Come here, come here. Because like we go in different directions and meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. And I turn around from this plaque. And there's a small model, only like a couple of tables set and a visual of the Great Hall. And I just went, oh, and then stood there quietly for three minutes. Yes. I think if we go to Orlando, I might die. Like- <laughs> I
1: hope you don't so you can experience the whole thing, but you were speechless.
0: I mean, isn't it part of the Harry Potter experience to become a ghost?
1: yes and stay there forever.
0: Right? Right? Isn't that great? (laughs) So we'd have to do that last so that I don't die and not get to see everything else. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Okay. We'll we'll do that last.
0: Excellent. But it is absolutely worth the trip to wherever it ends up coming to a city near you. Tickets were only $30, which for the United States, that's you can't even go to a concert. No. You can't even buy a t-shirt for $30. No. Like I was super impressed, and yes. we were in there for what almost two hours almost
1: two hours just yes.
0: soaking it up and like yeah. letting it like feeling the magic and it was it was magical
1: the other good thing is that you can go at your own pace right. so if you if you want to stay longer, then it's not like they're pushing you to move along. If you want to stay a little longer to certain parts that you really like, you can right. stay
0: like parents with kids if the kids just want to do the interactive stuff and then leave they can Mm -hmm. whereas nerds like us who want to read every single background piece of information you could possibly throw at me and then take Mm -hmm. pictures of us doing everything we possibly can and sitting or standing or posing with everything we possibly can Mm -hmm. we can do that until the museum closes and they throw us out yeah Uh, we did not stay that late for the record
1: if Uh, they find you
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've always dreamed about getting locked accidentally in the Library of Congress overnight so I could just sit and read all night.
1: There, they will find you.
0: <laughs> well, yes, because evidently, in order to get into the Library of Congress, you need a letter and an escort and a pass, and somebody goes and gets the book for you. And I'm like, this is so disappointing. I know <laughs> you're ruining my. Oh, nothing. Why are you laughing? Oh, just my dream is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To Leslie Nope, everyone. <laughs>
1: yes. If you have the chance, whenever you have the chance, go see it. It is amazing. You will see so many other fans. You can even talk to them. It's like a big family. You can talk to anyone so
0: they didn't hear this but i did we were kind of keeping pace with several other groups who were ahead of us Mm -hmm. and we're in one of the rooms and i see this guy about our age ahead of us wander go to wander into another room and he realizes that it's fantastic beast stuff in there because it's not (laughs) just harry potter props and costumes and things it's also the fantastic beast stuff and all I hear him say, and his friends have walked off. So he's talking to himself and I hear him say, there better be some boat truckles in this room. Where are my <laughs> boat truckles at? They're my men like and i was like i need to make friends with this man like yes. I, I didn't he walked away before i could like be like Same yeah I, I, are you a hufflepuff because it sounds like you are yes. but i laughed i burst out laughing in the middle of the room because yeah. i was like he's just like where my boat truckles
1: at like <laughs> that, that was was i'm gonna be so mad if i don't see any boat truckles we <laughs> were like, we-, we were wearing like, luna Spectrospecs. And this little girl, she comes closer and she's like, I love your glasses. And she was so cute. So
0: She was dressed in a full uh, Ravenclaw robe and Mm -hmm. house uniform. Yeah. I would actually say the people who went to the exhibit, I'd say it was probably three quarters wearing merch of some sort Mm -hmm. to one quarter wearing regular clothes and at least a quarter of the three quarters was in full house dress yes in full yes. uniform maybe a quidditch uniform but like robes mm-hmm. pants shirt tie cloak you name it they had it yeah and it was excellent
1: i will even say more than three quarters i think like at least 85 percent or 90 percent of the people they had some, and some of
0: them were older than us and i was like you are who i aspire to be when i I'd say when I grow up, but like my 33rd birthday is at the end of this month. So
1: when I grow up, I aspire to be you. <laughs> yeah, but even if they don't, it didn't have anything that was like merch from The Wizarding World, they were wearing clothes that, that were similar to house colors. So you can say, you know, like with a green sweater, even if it didn't say Slytherin, you could kind of guess that it was a Slytherin.
0: Also, would you agree that the most represented house in garments that people were wearing was hufflepuff
1: yes it, i would
0: i think it outweighed gryffindor just a little bit
1: i think everyone was gryffindor when you couldn't sort yourself into houses because the main characters are gryffindors and most of the characters are gryffindors
0: they don't even go here
1: yeah they don't even go here but i think when you got to take the test and even if it's your secondary house I don't know why everyone tries to... I did lean see one girl in full
0: Ravenclaw. Yes. Uh, house, tie, cloak. And I did see... Who was I saw other? a
1: couple in full Slytherin. Did you I see only some? saw one. No, I saw a couple. This um, The girl and her boyfriend or husband, I don't know what it was. Uh, they were in full Slytherin. And the, that was the house they wanted to go see first.
0: And I did see one girl... I say girl. She was probably in her 20s. So young. Not, I know, right? Not wearing a Hufflepuff scarf, wearing Hufflepuff garb and Newt Scamander scarf. Yes. I was like, yes. I was like, oh, look at this. Welcome to my house. (laughs) Look who's cool now, bitches. Exactly. I mean, when Pottermore first came out, when it very first came out, it put me in Gryffindor.
1: What? Well, you have some Gryffindor, but you are a Hufflepuffist of the Hufflepuffs.
0: That's the better reaction than my other best friend Mem gave me, who just cracked up laughing and laughed for like two minutes straight. And I was like, what? Why are you laughing at me? She goes, you're not a Gryffindor. I was like, the hat just told me I was a Gryffindor. Why did you She goes, She goes, witch, you're a Hufflepuff. Come on. And I was like, I was like, Oh, well, actually, the more I think about this, you're right. Yeah. Whenever I take the test, depending on the day, my secondary house is either Gryffindor or Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. I personally think I identify more with Ravenclaw, but her reaction was just hysterical laughter. Yeah. And I was like, I've never felt so insulted in my life. The magical sorting hat just told me where I belonged and you just called bullshit. Like, what <laughs> the hell In the Hufflepuff? It's me. <laughs> in
1: Warner Brothers tour you get to sit in the stool and somebody just hovers the hat on top of your head they don't put it on your head well they, like
0: Draco it doesn't even need to touch his head it's yeah like, so, get out
1: of here yeah <laughs> <laughs> you little shit get out of here you're slithering.
0: Draco you goddamn little shit sit down 10 points from Gryffindor <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> but so the hovering hat on top of my head also said Gryffindor so I'm guessing I'm gonna have to embrace my house.
0: You're gonna have to erase your house?
1: Embrace.
0: Oh, embrace. Hug it. I Hug was like, you're gonna I I'm gonna Erase. erase it. It.
1: Like <laughs> all of the Gryffindors. No. Not my husband! <laughs>
0: Well, at this point, he would have graduated, so that's okay, yeah. I guess. I mean, you still just murdered, like, an entire quarter of the school, but, you know, that's on you. Like, that's that's your trip to Azkaban, not mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's start with this book.
0: Okay, this is Harry Potter and the Things Which Hagrid Should Not Have Told Us, a.k.a. Harry Potter is the Dumbass Who Lived. This is our review of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's or Philosopher's Stone, depending on where in the world you live and or if you are Carbon San Diego. (laughs) We'll also talk about a couple of fun things that we come across in the story because if you're here, you've read Harry Potter. Yes. We're just going to give you the Here's What You Missed on Glee version. You don't need the chapter by chapter nonsense. This is a heist book because
1: it's all about stealing shit. So, (laughs) So, school A, tell us what they're trying to steal. Harry Potter in this book actually lived and did not... (laughs) Die! <laughs> shocker <laughs> <laughs> in this book we meet harry's horrible family and get some facts of his past how his parents died <gasps> at the hand of lord Voldemort. thingy i'm sorry i thought that they got into a car crash into the mouth
0: of a crocodile and then the crocodile took out a knife and gave him this scar
1: yeah that's that's the hush hush, hush version
0: Ah, okay, yeah, okay. That's that's on the download. Yes, it. Got, it, got it, got it. Um,
1: and why he came to leave with the Dursley. because his parents died at the hands of Lord Voldemort. Yeah, and but Lord he couldn't Voldemort. Go to any house, but he. Won't... <laughs>
0: Ding dong! Hi there, Mister Dedalus Diggle. Would you like to take care of a baby? Yes, I yes. would. Thank you so very much for
1: asking. <laughs> he would have been the best. Oh parent. my God, parents slash uncle. Shout out to my boy Dedalus Diggle, who yes. has survived both Wizarding Wars. We don't know badass <laughs> we don't know how because he wasn't there he was driving vernon all over the country
0: <laughs> that in itself deserves a medal for survival
1: that's, that's true on his 11th birthday the best character in the series aka hagrid in your opinion in, in everyone's opinion i think you being-
0: mean aka the kool-aid man
1: yes <laughs> who knocks down the door and is like oh yeah you're a wizard <laughs>
0: yeah. And he looks I'm a what? And why did you just break into this hut?
1: (laughs) I'm not afraid of you at all. I will drink you. (laughs) I have a straw. Don't come any closer. Uh, So he reveals to to Harry that he is a wizard and helps him to get all his cool things at Diagon Alley to start his wizarding education at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Thankfully, next year I'll be transferred to pig farts and won't have to deal with this shit. Exactly. Okay, let me tell you a couple things that he does at Hogwarts on book one. He doesn't listen to anything. No. He gets sorted into Gryffindor, best house ever.
0: First of all, he wants to be sorted into the house for those who feel vaguely nauseous. And that, yeah. is, a, that is mood. That is a feeling I yes. can very much relate to. Second of all, the best house is Hufflepuff. You may now continue.
1: <laughs> sure i can cut that part off so oh! <laughs> oh you just you can't handle the truth that's why you're not a hufflepuff oh <gasps> suck it <laughs> so he is sorted into gryffindor even though they had uh. one him in slytherin he attempts to learn magic because <laughs> i think by the end of the book he learned like two spells at least two how to open a door and how to light your wand. No, we, we never actually see him do any of those. Yes, so,
0: we do. He lights his wand. When? When he's in the forest listening to okay. Snape and Quirrell.
1: And he almost we- falls out of a tree because an owl hoots next to him. <laughs> to oh my God, was that? But when does he use a Hermione does. He saw it. But he uses mean- it when they're trying to run away from Filch. I thought, no, that's Hermione. She does it. He doesn't do it. Maybe. He learns only one spell. He sees other things, but he learns only one spell. Okay. Um, best he friends. learns how to yes. turn on the light. Yes. Very important. But we don't see him use the spell to turn off a light until book four. <laughs> He'll be the nightmare of all parents. Always leaving the lights <laughs> on, right? He makes two best friends, Ronald Weasley and Hermione Granger.
0: Where are he- they? What house are they
1: in? Are they in my house? No, they're cool. They're in Gryffindor. <gasps> <gasps> Woo! 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 That's absurd. He discovers that he's a natural Quidditch player, making Oliver Wood Gryffindor Quidditch team captain My very husband. happy. Yes, your husband. Yes.
0: Also, Percy Weasley's husband. Don't tell anyone.
1: (laughs) And then, at last, you know, he ends his year almost dying, trying to keep Quirrell Mord from getting the Sorcerer's Stone. Madame Pomfrey is already so sick of him, and she has another (laughs) six years to go. Exactly. At least she thinks six
0: years. She doesn't know that he's going to, like, ding-dong ditch his seventh year of school (laughs) and say, fuck it, I got more important things to do.
1: And maybe he committed murder. We don't know. But that's
0: murder-ish.
1: Murderish ish Quirrell. Because Quirrell ends up dying at the end of the book, even though he doesn't yeah. say it. But, you know, he was touching it and burning him. So, you know. Yeah,
0: but I think the way it works is the way Supernatural portrays people possessed by demons. That as long as the entity is still inside you, your physical injuries are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I think it's because Voldemort fled Quirrell's body that that's why he died.
1: So... Harry did kill him, but he was still alive because of Voldemort. And then when he lives, his body, then Harry, it's murderer. Cool.
0: Yeah. Well, for the second time, because he kind of murdered Voldemort when he was a baby.
1: So this is the story of a murderer kid yeah, who goes around killing people.
0: You got beaten by a two-year-old, like yes, yeah. Harry Potter, the boy who lived, because everyone else didn't. <laughs>
1: yes, because he uh, killed uh, the competition. Uh,
0: uh, uh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think Draco puts that out as a theory at one point. It's either Draco or no, it's Ernie Mac talking about the attack on Justin. No. He's like, yeah, they were talking. He was talking about how Potter was the heir of Slytherin. He didn't want competition. I was yeah. like, Ernie Mac, I'm so glad you redeem yourself later. <laughs> because right now you're just a pompous asshole. But yes. it's like, hey, it's the second year in which that's the last time we ever see Justin Finch Fletchley. Mm-hmm. And we should have heard about the sorting of Luna Lovegood. But who's she? We don't find out until book five.
1: So Yeah, exactly. I don't think they care about anyone.
0: As I've said multiple times, and I will give... Star Kid, another shout-out for this. Mm-hmm. The Potter musical trio has better continuity than the entire Harry Potter book series.
1: Yes, and they pick Gryffindors from the whole house, not just the five that are right there.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> in all, if not five, of these Gryffindors.
1: Yes, and everybody else. What
0: you talk about, Dumbledore? Like... <laughs> <laughs> so, in this book, mm-hmm. we get a quote that I think sums up the characterization of Harry Potter in a single sentence. Mm-hmm. And as Soleil and I have been reading, rereading for the 150th to 200th time these books, yeah. that I will, every time I come across another line or part of a line that I think sums up Harry Potter in a nutshell, I will take a picture of it with my phone and send it to her on Facebook Messenger. So at some point we will probably drop my ridiculous doodles of just the underlined yes. sentence and it just goes, yep, yes. or okie-dokie then, like <laughs> on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. But Harry Potter, in a single sentence, Harry then did something that was both very brave and very stupid. Where is the lie?
1: And this applies for every single book.
0: I know. Because I know. to quote the lovely ladies at Goblet of Wine, Harry is an idiot. <laughs>
1: but you know I took this sentence and I'm like we can apply it to other characters in this book oh most definitely (laughs) yes to everybody so how about we apply it to Dedalus Deagle your man my man Deagle yes he did something that was both very brave and very stupid he had Vernon on the street
0: well he didn't know that Vernon Dursley was like the kind of person that would eat him literally
1: I don't know. If you see him, you're kind of like, this is not an approachable person. He was just
0: like, ding, dong, the bitch is dead. Voldemort's dead. Muggles, celebrate. Yeah. And and then walked off. Maybe he was getting a donut too, because that's what Vernon was doing when he ran into Dallas Diggle.
1: Can you imagine just, you know, I will hug any other muggle, but not him. It just hugs him. And I think Yes,
0: but you also haven't lived through- However many years Mm -hmm. of terror and war. Yes. You can finally go outside without fearing for your life. That I think the sheer relief you would feel would throw off all those natural don't touch Vernon Dursley instincts yeah. and just go, I'm going to hug the first person I come across. And it just yes. so happens to be Vernon.
1: But I don't know why. Two things. First, I imagine Daedalus just going around, going around, just hugging a lot of people because he seems like the person that will give good hugs. He's
0: the guy at Comic-Con that, with the free hug sign.
1: Yes. yes. And I love him. And the second thing is he's still alive because Vernon didn't know what, what the heck was happening. And he was. He like,
0: survived both Wizarding Wars as
1: mem- as a member of the Order of the Phoenix. Like, shout out to Daedalus Diggle. And he survived Vernon Dursley twice with a hug and in the car. Twice.
0: Not just in the car. I presume that they stayed with them for however long. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. My, my house guest. My man, Daedalus Diggle.
1: Yes. We can apply it also to other characters like Dumbledore then he did something that was both kind of smart and very 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 stupid because he left Harry at the Dursleys
0: well not just that he didn't tell Harry anything ever 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 like
1: anyone he had
0: like a billion and a half chances at the end of this book Harry flat out asks him Mm -hmm. why was this so important Why did Voldemort want the stone? And he goes, alas, the first question you ask is one that I can't tell you the answer to. And I know you're going to hate this, but I'll tell you when you're older. And I'm like, God damn it, Dumbledore.
1: The thing is that before he asks the question, Dumbledore says, I will tell you the truth unless I have a good reason not to. I still don't know what the good reason is. If it's only that he's not old enough... I mean,
0: well, at what age is it appropriate to tell someone I've been raising you like a calf for slaughter and you have to die?
1: There's no age for that. Okay, but, well then. <laughs> but at least, I mean, you don't lie. Even
0: Voldemort might come after you like every year and every chance he can. You mm-hmm. don't need to know that either. Just go play some Quidditch. Be happy. Don't die.
1: Yes. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, I think he could have been able to tell him some form of the truth
0: oh yeah absolutely
1: but he chose not to because he's dumbledore
0: because he's dumbledore
1: okay let's apply this sentence to somebody else how about vernon then he did something that was both very brave question mark and very stupid
0: he existed (laughs) it's more the fact that he exists if you get if you know (laughs) what i mean yes
1: besides that he tried to intimidate hagrid seriously (laughs) Seriously? The guy who just kicked down your fucking door at exactly
0: midnight and then politely put it back up on the hinges Yes, and then asked politely for tea and said well if you have something stronger i wouldn't say no yeah uh and yet he still goes who are you and what are you doing in my house first of all no, your house That's not your house. It it doesn't even qualify as a house. No. It's the hut on the rock, comma, the sea. The sea. Like, it is not even close to a house. But, and this is where She Who Must Not Be Named is still absolutely absurd. Absurd. With her descriptions of size or Mm -hmm. scale. Because he describes Hagrid as twice as wide as a normal man Mm -hmm. four times as tall Mm -hmm. and with feet the size of baby dolphins Dolphins. so first of all that is ludicrous yes second of all this is the man vernon dursley decides to say stop i forbid you to tell him yes like what are you gonna do about it vernon well (laughs) he has a gun yeah, well, he, bent that, like, <laughs> he he bent it like he couldn't believe it wasn't butter. Like yes. it
1: was <laughs> Yes. Yes. So, you know, he did something that was kind of brave and very very stupid. Okay, so let's apply it to Hagrid because he did something that was both very much himself and very stupid. He tried to raise a dragon in his wooden house.
0: Okay, I thought you were going to say a spiders in the castle or fight the wolves in the forest, but I mean any of those really good. <laughs> uh he created blast-ended scroots. That was a thing. The list of Hagrid mishaps is so long.
1: But he I mean he's so cute and he cares so much and dragons are cute when they're little.
0: Yes. But how much do you think Madam Pomfrey believed Ron when he went in with a hand that had turned poison green and said, I got bitten by a dog. Can you help me? <laughs> also, normal antibiotics don't seem to be working. Would you happen to have anything stronger?
1: <laughs> knows it's exactly. rabies.
0: I'm just not frothing from the mouth yet. <laughs> yes.
1: She knew exactly what it <laughs> of was. Of course
0: she did. She's no
1: fool. She's been treating kids since I don't know when. She knows every guy in the time. book.
0: Well, and not just that, she knows when other people know when they're what they're talking about because she mm-hmm. makes an offhand compliment to McGonagall and Harry after Harry passes out from the Dementor and the on the train coming in in year three, mm-hmm. and she tries to get him to eat some chocolate and Harry says, "I already had some. Professor Lupin gave gave us all some," and she goes, "Oh." Finally, a, a professor who knows his remedies. Yes, like she was really, and she never gives compliments to no. anyone. Like no. the only thing she is is like visiting hours are over. You're going, you're disturbing my patients. Get out. Yeah,
1: she's like, shooshing people out all the time. Yeah,
0: like I've never heard her give a compliment before. No,
1: and that also suggests that every every other teacher in the school is kind of dumb because if this is the first one she says like, oh, he knows his stuff.
0: Well, I mean, look at what happened when Ron got poisoned. Slughorn just fucking panicked and and Harry was like, Shit, didn't I get asked something about that in first year and wrote and see something about that in that book? here mm-hmm. here, Ron, eat this rock
1: eat <laughs> eat this <laughs> rock real quick. It might help you. We don't know
0: it, it may or may not have come from the stomach of a goat. it doesn't it's not it's not <laughs> important. Just eat it.
1: that's so disgusting from the I stomach know. of a goat,
0: and Slughorn's just like. Oh my God, he almost died and Harry's like, no thanks to you.
1: (laughs) Okay, and the last one we're going to apply to is to Harry, Ron and Hermione, all three together. Then they did something that was both very brave and very stupid because they went through a trap door after putting a three-headed dog to sleep.
0: No, Well, yes. What do you mean no? I disagree with you that it's stupid.
1: I don't care. Okay. <laughs> no, yes. Tell Podcast me why. Over. Tell me why.
0: Ain't nothing but, but a heartache. Heart okay. My reasoning is also reasoned around the question, would you go through the trapdoor? Now, if mm-hmm. you're saying that, that it was brave and stupid, your answer is obviously going to be no. No. But, and you thereby give... Quirrell, the time to get the stone. Voldemort gets the stone. The series is over. Boom. One book. Congratulations, Soleil. You have ended Harry Potter. You're welcome.
1: Um, n- <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: no. 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 You're wrong. What
1: can I say? Except-
0: get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I would go through the trapdoor, And while it may have been an oversight not to try and alert McGonagall or send an owl to... I mean, Hedwig does peck Harry repeatedly when she wants an answer. You Mm -hmm. can totally say, here, go peck McGonagall like 800 times until she figures out what's going on or go find Dumbledore who just left for London because he doesn't realize, although he totally realizes conveniently halfway through that where I needed to be was the place that I just left. But if you knew that through inaction, you're not going after Snape because you think it's Snape at this point, by not going after Snape, you... Might be allowing Voldemort to end up with the Sorcerer's Stone and become mm-hmm. immortal forever unstoppable. And you've heard horror stories, whether or not your parents were actually killed by the Dark Lord, that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. But the horror stories of what the first Wizarding War was like. And you knew that A, he's going to come after you anyway because yes. either I'm Harry Potter yes. or you're not pure blood, so you're scum. So he's coming after you eventually. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get you. But he could be stopped by you trying to stop him. Mm -hmm. I agree with what Harry says. They're like, you could die. And he's like, then it'll just be dying a little sooner than I was meant to. Because I'm never going to the dark side. And he'll just kill me when I get back to the Dursleys anyway. Mm -hmm. And I know even though Dumbledore did not use for the greater good in the proper manner, that as a Hufflepuff, and I can work in a Star Trek quote here, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or Mm -hmm. the one. The right thing to do is to prevent Voldemort from getting the stone at all costs, regardless of what that means for my continued existence. It's basically Mm -hmm. the vow that every single member of the Order of the Phoenix makes upon joining. That it's, I will put the greater task ahead of my own well-being if my sacrifice will prevent this horror from occurring i could not go back to my common room and wait
1: i wouldn't go back and wait first of all i think you might be viewing it at your age now when you're 11 you know two spells how are you going to stop the greatest wizard that ever lived take him in the nuts yeah sure doesn't have any
0: quarrel does though,
1: yeah, but still there are two people that know more more magic than that you. It's stupid to go down
0: the guilt would eat me alive, but I'm not you know saying I had a hand in making the wizarding world permanently the dark Lord's playground because I didn't try and do something.
1: But I'm not saying go back to your room and do nothing. I'm saying do other things. You're not the only student in the school. If McGonagall didn't hear you, then go talk to other professors. McGonagall is not the only one. Everybody else is out partying
0: because exams are over.
1: So if you go back to the common room, if you go outside, you will find people that are older than you that might come. Go grab Fred and George. They'll come with you. They don't care. Hey,
0: we're going to go fight Voldemort. Uh, yeah, you do No, that. Voldemort,
1: or Not Snape. If you tell Fred and George, hey, I think Snape's trying to steal something we want to try to stop and do you want to come, they're going to jump to, to the opportunity to do magic. Well, and Fred and actually, George
0: would. I don't know how many other people would.
1: At least, at least, I think they should have find yeah. other ways before going and get a dog to sleep and then jump to the unknown, into the unknown in that hole, and it says that it's it's miles under the school so you don't even know if you're gonna die right there and then voldemort gets the stone end of harry potter
0: yes but if by chance going to get help if enough time passes while you're getting help that voldemort gets the stone your action is the same as an action no the because is the same.
1: when they find out that snape is going to go through the trap door It's not night yet. And they're saying, he's going to go tonight. So they go, I'm guessing it's right after dinner. And they go to talk to McGonagall, or before dinner. They go to talk to McGonagall. And then they had time to have dinner, walk to the common room, wait until nighttime to go through the tap door. You could use all that time to try to convince somebody else.
0: Yes, but McGonagall had said to them when they tried to convince her earlier.
1: When do they listen to McGonagall? It's like McGonagall's like, why when everything happens it's always you three? Because they don't listen to her. But ever. she's the
0: next highest authority, and then the next highest authority under her, I think, is Snape.
1: But you There's. They're not the only two adults in the school. You can even talk to Hagrid. You know, he also and said I-
0: Snape wouldn't steal the stone.
1: I know, but the more people you talk about, the more chances you have of someone that knows a little bit more than Aloha Mora to come with you and Loomis. Hey, Voldemort, Loomis, Aloha Mora, and the door (laughs) opens behind you. I
0: mean, (laughs) advice. what the hell can't they do?
1: Exactly. So I'm not saying go to your room, your common room and do nothing and sit down and have Voldy take over. I'm just saying that that will not have been my first thought and my first action to jump on a trap that you could not see the bottom
0: what if one of the teachers thought this kid is nuts and Canuts. No, no as in i was not talking about the currency the currency is nuts
1: and the kid is too
0: yes because you pay with these nuts yeah. um but what if they thought oh my gosh this kid has been through so much this year they finally snapped and they ship you off to st Mungo's instead and then nobody gets to hear your story and Voldemort gets the stone.
1: Yes. But we are talking, I mean, <laughs> if, we, if, if we are going to, if we're going to do imaginary scenarios, then I can have Hermione, who's the most reliable, and they know that she's not going to be crazy and they're going to listen to her.
0: Her bug art is failing all of her exams.
1: I know, but that's her fear in the third year. We're in the first year. In this year, her, her, this year, her fear is being expelled. or <laughs> We're killed. In this year, do you think teachers do not trust her, do not trust her common sense? They trust her
0: common sense, but for her to bring up the same point that Ron and Harry had to McGonagall and McGonagall shot them down, I think McGonagall would say, like, if you had come to me first, I'd believe you. But I think they've managed to persuade you into this
1: that's why if you're gonna do scenarios i would have sent them all three to different people and i think they would listen to hermione not that she's telling the truth but not completely telling the truth but at least to raise a bell that's saying maybe if she's so convinced about this maybe there is something wrong and i'm going to check even if you don't believe the whole story what
0: was that a McGonagall chess joke?
1: Mm, no that I know of. It was not my intention, but you're welcome.
0: I'm going to check.
1: <laughs> yes. So it's like, you know, at least they would believe her uh, part of the story and they would check. And if you go and see a dog sleeping and the drop doors open, then you're like, yeah, I guess something is happening. So I'm going to check further. So I'm not saying don't do anything. I just think that at 11 is not feasible. That they would okay, do something well here's like this. here's
0: another question for you. Mm-hmm. If you had managed to persuade McGonagall or one of the other teachers, yes. Do you think that the end result would have been the same?
1: By end result you mean Harry murdering Voldemort, a squirrel yes.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna go with the squirrel.
1: I'm gonna go with the squirrel. No, I don't think it would have been the same. I do think that they may have allowed him to participate in some way or he would have gone after Like, let's say McGonagall goes first. He's like, but I still want to see what's happening. So they would have gone. The other thing that I find very unsettling, weird, etc. is nobody can check with Dumbledore ever. Well, because Dumbledore's on
0: his way to the ministry.
1: I know he is on the the way, but he could have checked before leaving. He could have put his head in the fire and is like, hey, Fudge, did you call me? Did you really want me there? And they're like, no, I never sent you anything. End of the story. And then he goes through the trapdoor. So... There are a lot of things that could be better or could have been different That letting three 11-year-olds who know... Hermione forgets that she's a witch because she wants to light a fire.
0: Well, that's that's natural instinct. You fall back on what you know when you panic.
1: I know. she. Can you imagine Hermione trying to fight Voldemort? She'll be so panicked. She will be like, I don't have a dagger. So...
0: I don't have a deck. What yeah. <laughs> is this? The, does she skin animals in her spare time at home?
1: Yes, I don't have my bow and arrow. Um All
0: right, Katniss, settle down.
1: Ron, the only thing that he knows how to do is like play chess and say Wingardium Leviosa, not Leviosa. So he would have been like Wingardium Leviosa, and then Voldemort will be like suspended in the <laughs> air. I don't know. <laughs> or he would have yeah. been like, hey, checkmate, no. So they know nothing now, to do.
0: I just have this mental image of Quirle Mort being like floated around the river
1: <laughs> And it's like, try his
0: arms! How about a twirl? He's like yes. a girl!
1: <laughs> so I think there were other solutions. I know the book had to go this way. But if you ask me, would I go? No, I think it sounds a little stupid.
0: Well, I mean, there's no scenario in which I'm going to go stop Voldemort doesn't sound stupid. Yeah. Regardless of how old you are and how skilled you are at magic, mm-hmm. but I think that there really wasn't another choice.
1: I think there were other choices. This was the one that the story needed.
0: I mean, Quirrell was already there at the mirror. We
1: when didn't Harry know. Finally got through. We didn't know how long he had been there. He could have been there since dinner time when this. Three kids were walking upstairs and trying to get past Neville. We don't know how long he was there. We don't know if it was the first time that he was there. Maybe this was his third, fourth attempt, and he just kept going there every night and couldn't get the stone out of the mirror. We don't know, because Harry doesn't know. because so he's I'm a am just
0: featuring yelling at this mirror. What the fuck, you stupid <laughs> piece of glass? Just give me the fucking rock, and I'll go my own way, and you can stay here!
1: Yes. Every night, <laughs> yeah,
0: a- and nobody hears him,
1: yeah, so it just serves the story. I would not have gone through,
0: yeah, it does, but I, I would have, I probably would have died, but I would have died with honor and doing the right yeah.
1: thing. It's funny that the Gryffindor does not go through the trapdoor, and the Hufflepuff doesn't think yeah, about it, it just goes like, through
0: that, that's too mm. dangerous. And the Hufflepuff's like, Yeah, for the greater good,
1: yeah, well. You know, glory, we already have it. So For
0: muggles and mashed potatoes, let's go.
1: Your house needs it, so you go.
0: <laughs> yes, we haven't had this kind of glory in centuries. Yes. Of course we need it.
1: Yeah, so you go. I'll stay here.
0: Okay. I got a few things I got to rant about. Okay. And I was going to save them for later. But? But I can't because it's driving me nuts, man. I can't handle it. And it's not... The reasons why Harry is not a Ravenclaw, of which there are so many you would need to like stop and take a sleep break in the middle Mm -hmm. of the list. But I mean, honestly, the kid's trying to run from bullies, jumps behind some trash cans, ends up on the second floor and thinks, whoops, must have been the wind. What a fucking
1: dumbass. I mean, he's not that light. You
0: weigh at least a hundred pounds, Harry Potter. Like, it was not a hurricane. hurricane? Like, (laughs) what is wrong with you? Anyway. Okay, so Hagrid arrives at the Hut on the Rock, mm-hmm. to the sea. The sea. And we end up leaving the Dursleys to Gilligan's Island, their way out of this situation because we yes. took the boat. Yes. <laughs> Suck it. Anyway, <laughs> Harry's been sleeping on the floor and he's cold because the fire went out. Well, mm-hmm. Hagrid put the fire back, back on with his fabulous pink umbrella mm-hmm. and says to Harry, here's my coat, tosses it to him. It probably thumps him to the floor with the weight of it. Exactly. And says, you can keep under this. Now yeah, and he's
1: like, don't, don't bother if he wriggles a wiggles little. it wriggles a
0: bit, there might be a few dormice in the pockets. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first of all, there might be mice in the pocket. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the book says... Haggard's coat seemed to be nothing but pockets.
1: Hot pockets. <laughs> they are hot pockets.
0: Uh, thank you, Jim Gaffigan. Not only does he have that, a tea kettle, some sausages, Harry's vault key, some dormice, kettle, the cake, and at least three other things in his pockets, he also has a whole fucking owl. Owl pocket. Owl pocket. <laughs> owl pocket. Why the fuck does Hagrid get a pocket that he can fit a fucking owl in? This poor mm-hmm. owl must be super traumatized because Harry sleeps under his coat and it isn't until he wakes Hagrid the next morning to be like, hey, there's an owl attacking this other owl in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it? What? I don't know what it's what's happening. And he's like, pay him for the paper. Take these nuts. Pay him. The nuts. And then he he goes okay time to get up oh wait i gotta send an owl to professor dumbledore sticks his hand in his pocket pulls out some parchment a quill and a whole fucking owl owl. it's alive it hasn't moved since harry put it on 12 (laughs) hours ago this poor traumatized owl like hagrid's pocket can Mm -hmm. fit all of those miscellaneous items plus an owl and women can't fit a pack of fucking tic tacs in their pockets
1: can mm-hmm. i have some fucking pockets please well because ours are not hot pockets and he's but, ours
0: but you know who ha- who does have hot pockets who? oliver wood because quidditch robes have pockets
1: and yes. he is a hot pocket <laughs> he's a hot pocket oh but, yes
0: also now that i will die on this hill as well because it's, what do we want? Pockets. When do we want them? 200 years ago. <laughs> no. Anyway, so Hogwarts mm. yes. is in Scotland. Yes. The Hogwarts Express and Platform Nine and Three Quarters are in London, England. Mm-hmm. Every first year is required to take the train to Hogwarts to then get in the boats. And if you're Dennis Creevy almost drown and get put back in the boat by the giant squid. And then go get sorted. Even if you live in Scotland. (laughs) So, first of all, the Hogwarts Express only runs from Platform 93 quarters to Hogsmeade Station and then immediately back. Mm -hmm. Where it remains there for the entire year other than when it needs to pick up Hogwarts students at the various holidays and the end of term. Yes. So... Why the fuck do the people who live in Scotland have to go to London to go back to Scotland? Second of all, how do the people who live in Scotland get to London to get on the
1: train to go back to Scotland? I don't know. I mean, I know that a lot of people apparate, but I think they should... You can sh- apparate in or out of Hogwarts! No, but I mean, from Scotland, let's say you live somewhere in Scotland, you can apparate to London to the King's Cross Station. But yes,
0: I- and just a family appearing with three children, two trunks, an owl, a cat, a partridge in a pear tree, and a broomstick won't stand out at all.
1: No, I always thought there will be some kind of area designated only for wizards where there's a fireplace, Place that you can at least go like, flu powder powder, flu powder powder, and you get there.
0: How do you delegate the traffic so that you don't have eight families trying to come out of the same fireplace well, into the same tiny ass closet at the same well, time? Well, that's,
1: that's why we have a um, department for the regulation of the flu powder powder. Yeah,
0: that's correct. So there has
1: to be some way like that. I don't think they're being flushed into toilets to appear there. <laughs> but I hope it's fireplaces.
0: You, you flush into the toilet and you show up in the Black Lake at Hogwarts.
1: <laughs> yes. But I think there should be something like that. Because otherwise, trying to move your family if you're not operating and if you don't do fluid powder. It's
0: illegal now. So.
1: Yeah, or Porky's, then the other porky porky, 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 so then the other mode of transportation is for this whole family to jump onto a muggle train with all their stuff, travel to London, which is like six, seven hours, right? Because yep. That's yep. kind of like the journey.
0: Depending on where in Scotland, absolutely. Uh, to Edinburgh was four and a half when I did it.
1: So if the Hogwarts Express leaves at 11 o'clock. Precisely. Precisely. O'clock. So they have to be there if you want to have time, like let's say 10, 30, 10. What time do you have to leave your house if you have to travel for seven hours to go back to your house seven hours yesterday so (laughs) it doesn't make sense so there is a flu powder powder room
0: okay (laughs) flu powder powder room i like that okay so i'm gonna make it both better and worse okay take it one step further what if you live in hogsmeade oh is right down the street from school now i don't know how it takes harry 30 minutes to get through or almost an hour but harry's not a reliable narrator so don't really know how much time it is but it took ron about 20 minutes to run back from hogsmeade to school yeah how the train can pull into hogsmeade station the older kids get in the carriages pulled by the thestrals who knows what those are i don't know i don't know and they're at the front door in two minutes Mm -hmm. but hogsmeade is still a 20 minute run away that even if you're fifteen, a 15-minute 15 walk away from school, can't you just mm-hmm. fucking walk to school?
1: No, because there's no drop-off at Hogwarts.
0: What about going to Hogsmeade? You've been going there since you were, like, four with your parents.
1: You don't have a form. I'm Harry Potter? Well, yeah, you can go.
0: Okay. Because, <laughs> like, if you're not 13, I'd be like, yeah, I'm just going to... Hop home to visit my parents. I left something at home. It has nothing to do with the fact that this is a Hogsmeade weekend. I just really, no. really need this book on my bedroom shelf, which so happens to be in my house in Hogsmeade. Please but do not think these things are related. May I go, please?
1: Now, can you use that excuse for any other weekend that is not a Hogsmeade weekend?
0: Fred and George would. <laughs> I,
1: I know they will use every excuse in the book. But if you live there, can you say like any weekend? Like, oh, I forgot this thing or I, I really miss my parents can I please go to my house as long for this as you Sunday you don't
0: tell the same teacher every time because then the like McGonagall after three weeks would be like bitch do you think I'm stupid like, yeah
1: well but you have to ask your head of house so whatever house you're in you will have to ask your head of house first so
0: whatever house Trelawney heads up that's the one you, you have to be from in order to get away with a different excuse every week for the entire semester yeah
1: or locker, because he will sign anything if he stays still. still long enough. <laughs> that's correct. But yeah, those are really good questions. Because if you live right there, can, can we have like drop off at Hogwarts, like everyone gets on their brooms and then you just do like the circle in front yeah, of the
0: <laughs> at school? Yeah, the yes. parent loot. Okay. My last, and I will die on this hill mm-hmm. because I did research about it. Three words why pumpkin juice? Pumpkins are not even native slash able to be grown in the majority of Europe. Mm-hmm. Which means either you'd have to import them from another fucking continent. Yes. Which that doesn't seem sus at all. No. Or the Daily Mail has a headline that says, UK pumpkin juice shortage baffles nations. Pumpkin not to be found in a single Tesco's or Sainsbury's in a 500-kilometer radius. Almost <laughs> baffled. Like, why pumpkin? What if you're allergic to pumpkin? I got excited reading *Goblet of Fire* because now I've seen not only do we get water and milk at breakfast, but we also got orange juice once. Finally. It was very exciting. In our fourth
1: like, year, we got orange juice.
0: We got orange juice. It's we're now up to three things that aren't pumpkin-based.
1: More to add to that, pumpkin's pumpkin. really disgusting.
0: Yes, I hate pumpkin.
1: I mean, I have never tried to juice a pumpkin, but this
0: pumpkin doesn't fucking taste like anything.
1: I know, so pumpkins it's lattes don't have. Pump- pumpkin in them pumpkin spice has no pumpkin i know so that was my other question vegetable of lies (laughs) is this gryffindors know that buy a kind of like a pumpkin spice latte when they say pumpkin juice but it's not really pumpkin juice it's just all the other ingredients kind of like cinnamon and nutmeg yes
0: dumbledore probably chooses the menu it's a fucking lie it has to be Uh, Yes. That's that's my logic.
1: I can deal with pumpkin bread, pumpkin pie, not pumpkin juice.
0: I don't like anything pumpkin. I would literally go on a hunger strike or a a thirst strike and I'd end up in the hospital wing because I would have passed out due to dehydration. (laughs) Okay. So now that we're done with pumpkin, in west part of Scotland, born and raised at Hogwarts is where I spent most of my days. Yeah. Hello. Let's
1: shout out Hogwarts castle. I literally just came up with that on the spot. I just, I, know. I don't know uh, what made me do it. I don't know how you do it. Your mind's amazing. It's called ADHD. Um- <laughs> <laughs> Anyway,
0: let's talk about Hogwarts. I always thought that Hogwarts was cool. I mean, well, duh. But it like is. It is but cool. like that it, there was some sort of aspect of it that felt alive. Like mm-hmm. it was almost its own living magical entity. And there yes. were several specific parts of the castle or things in the castle that added to this feeling of it's alive and it can respond to you Mm -hmm. and one of those things were the portraits yes fact number one portraits are gossipy bitches yes because portraits don't have to stay in their own portrait did you know that
1: no i mean i would love to be in one of those portraits and we it's a very gossipy one Cause she yeah, she he the doesn't stay in everything. her portrait.
0: She's in your fat lady's portrait like all the time. I know.
1: And one time we gave I a I want to know
0: where her actual portrait is in the castle. You don't ever
1: know. That's true. And one of the times we said a password, and she's like, "Excuse me," and the fat lady's like, "No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. This no, is it's cool, it's cool. It's
0: cool. They can come in. It's yeah. cool. You're with me. Yeah. I'm cool, Harry Potter. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, cool cool cool. cool, 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 cool. Okay. So the fact is, a portrait, the inhabitant of the portrait, can move adjacent to other portraits mm-hmm. so like it doesn't have to just go from itself to its neighbor Vi does with the fat lady if Vi's portrait was next to the fat ladies for all we know it's up in Ravenclaw Tower like who yeah. the fuck knows but inhabitants can also move between a portrait they have at Hogwarts and a portrait of themselves in a completely different location mm-hmm. like St. Mungo's or Gringotts, if they wanted to chic up the place a little bit and give it a little bit of (laughs) a less dark, spooky feel and hang a portrait somewhere. Exactly. Or in the Ministry of Magic, you can go between your own portrait and you can hear what's going on there it's yes Quirrell. i hear everything you hear you can call me voldemort we're there so you can go between your portrait at hogwarts especially Mm -hmm. if you're a former hogwarts headmaster or headmistress you're more likely because you're important, Mm -hmm. uh, to have a portrait somewhere else, like the Ministry of Magic, St. Mungo's, and you can disappear out of your portrait at Hogwarts and just appear in your previously blank Mm -hmm. portrait in the other location. Yes. And then go back and be like, hey, Dumbledore, you'll never guess what I just heard. Oh, my God. You want to hear a good one about fudge? Because, oh, I got the news, man. (laughs) Like, that's what portraits can do. And it's cool. The really, really cool thing about portraits is not just that wizards invented the gif. The gif, (laughs) not the jif. Jif is peanut butter. Yes. Fight me. No. Oh, good. Thank you. I
1: agree with you completely. Okay,
0: good. But that the portraits can respond like the fat lady. They can Mm -hmm. think and they can talk. And most of them have that base level of intelligence to be able to do a couple of things, but if you're someone especially important and who likes to keep a lot of secrets, like Albus Percival, Wilfrid, Brian, Dumbledore, you'll have a portrait commissioned of you before your death. Yes. And the intelligence of the portrait or the figure in the portrait, so the you in the portrait, mm-hmm. the, I'm talking to the the man in the mirror, Yes, as it were. Uh, I'm asking him to change his ways and tell Harry Potter things he needs to know. (laughs) Yes. That it depends on the strength of the witch or wizard being painted, Mm -hmm. not the talent level of the artist.
1: The magical artist?
0: Yes, the magical artist who is doing the painting. So, Mm -hmm. for example... I would think that Gilderoy Lockhart's portrait would be way dumber than Albus Dumbledore's portrait. Even though Lockhart is very smart in his own conniving, shallow-ass ways, Mr. I-sent-myself-800-Valentines and shot a dark mark of my face into the sky, but (laughs) he's nowhere near as smart as Dumbledore's, so Dumbledore's painting is going to be more intelligent. And so the headmasters or headmistresses, once they have their painting Done prior to their death because most portraits, and even in traditional muggle our society, when you say a portrait versus a painting, a portrait was usually a picture, either like a somewhat side view or a front view of a person of importance after their death to commemorate that they lived it's something (laughs) cool. So most portraits can do the basic responses, know a little bit about who they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But headmasters and headmistresses, for example, their portraits are more complex and they will have the portrait done before, I was going to say before they were killed. That's only <laughs> in the case of Dumbledore.
1: <laughs> and Snape.
0: And Snape, but not Armando Dippet. Nope. They will keep the portrait somewhere under lock and key mm-hmm. and visit it. Now, this is taken from wizardingworld.com. So Mm -hmm. I'm not making this up. They're going to go back in the closet and (laughs) teach their portrait things Mm -hmm. so that when they are gone, it can advise the new headmaster and act more like them and have more specific knowledge that, say, the fat lady might not have. Mm -hmm. She represents herself, but she's not going to know that Dumbledore loves acid pops. Like, Dumbledore would tell... Portrait Dumbledore. Hey, I love acid pops. That's important because I sometimes use it as a password. My passwords are usually candy. So they would keep the portrait somewhere safe that only they could access and teach it stuff so it could act like them. So portraits have various levels of knowledge. Mm-hmm. They don't have to stay where they are. And they do register movement. Yes. Like when Harry and Hermione shove Phineas Nigelis Black into Hermione's bag, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, where are you putting me? Yeah, like, he he realizes that his frame is being physically moved.
1: Yes. He so- also realizes when Hermione puts the blindfold that he cannot see or escape. It's not like if he moves around, then he ducks? will... Be, uh, I think it will still be on over his eyes, wherever he is in the picture frame.
0: Okay. Because, but then again, he was a headmaster. Yes. So that's why his portrait is more intelligent Mm -hmm. than sir cadogan
1: do you think that some portraits like what you were mentioning gilderoy lockhart even though he's intelligent picks up more on his personality traits because that's
0: oh yes because it's mentioned in the book we will talk about next time Mm -hmm. that like all the pictures of lockhart that lockhart brought with him Like when Harry and Ron show up and are like, hey, we have things to tell you about the Chamber of Secrets. What's that? Who knows? Stay tuned next week. And he's like, okay, that all the Lockharts in the paintings were in casual clothes. They all like disappear Mm -hmm. and then come back fully dressed. But one of them forgot his hair curlers. Yes. So yes, I think they very much, not only do they learn what they're taught, but they're like children in that children are mimics. They Mm -hmm. learn by watching and imitating. So absolutely a portrait of Lockhart would pick up on Lockhart's mannerisms and say, Mm -hmm. I've got to be shallow as a puddle of rain in the desert. Mm -hmm. However, it makes me wonder if important people like headmasters are the only ones who have duplicate portraits Does that mean that everybody else who has duplicate portraits at different times in their life is shallow as fuck like Lockhart? Or Uh, do you just have duplicate portraits that are identical and that's the end of it?
1: I think it should match your level of life experience I'm not the same person that I when I was like 15 when I was 18 when I was 25 so I think if I had portraits painted on different times in my life each one should reflect the experiences up to that point
0: right but by the time you were about ready to pass away wouldn't you have said please don't hang that portrait of 15 year old me like yes so then you wouldn't have to worry about there being different portraits
1: if I knew that when I pass, somebody will put that portrait up, then I will
0: burn it. Try to
1: teach it to be
0: things will get better. Don't be so sarcastic, please. Yes, your elders. Yes, like,
1: yes, remember that you love your husband. Yeah, remember right. that
0: you love so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, that I, really caught yeah. me off <laughs> <laughs> So, one of the other things, and the thing that the thing that I always and this is going to sound really cliche felt in my heart was the most magical of all of Hogwarts was the enchanted ceiling in the great hall, which mimics not just the sky, but the weather conditions. So yes. like at nighttime, you'll see the stars unless it's cloudy. You'll see the sun in daytime, unless it's a torrential thunderstorm with, you'll see the bolts of lightning and the mm-hmm. swirling clouds. And it's just really fucking neat. And yeah. I loved the mental image of it because it was like having a little planetarium above you at every meal. Like, mm-hmm. who wouldn't want that? Just like when I talked about seeing the Great Hall at the exhibition, even though it was just a picture and you're not really there, I still like felt it in my mm-hmm. heart that it was like, this is what magic feels like.
1: Yes. In soon, of Azkaban, the movie. When Sirius Black slashes the fat lady and all the Gryffindors have to go to sleep in the Great Hall. The well, it's movie, not just the
0: Gryffindors. It's the whole school.
1: The whole school. Dumbledore is talking with Snape. When they're walking towards Harry, and you can see it from Harry's point of view when he's laying down on the floor. And he's looking up. You can see not only the nice sky but also kind of like galaxies, because you yeah, see they're, like they're, purples they're, and, and pink. That's
0: our galaxy.
1: That was a great image Yes. To see. And it, it shows you that it was not only the stars, but the fact that you could see beyond the normal stars that you can see with your eyes when you go outside.
0: Although there are places on planet Earth where you can go outside and look up with just your two eyes, and if you're mm-hmm. me, your glasses, and see the Milky Way without a telescope, without anything. You just look up and it's Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And the first time that ever happened to me, I literally stopped, tripped, fell, and almost broke my front tooth because I I was so busy looking up in awe that I tripped over a rock because I was still walking Mm -hmm. and lost my balance and fell face first uh, into the dirt. And thankfully uh put my hands out to catch myself and then when we had to go back in we were staying with a friend in who had a cabin on one of the lakes in about an hour outside of portland maine and we were walking back up the stairs you'd think i would have learned i did not learn Mm -hmm. i'm looking up at the sky i'm carrying the lantern i'm walking up the steps And I don't lift my foot far enough. So it slips off the edge. I fall forward. The lantern goes out. I'm surprised I didn't break the glass lantern. Mm because it's one of those old like metal, black metal and glass lanterns with an actual candle on the inside, which is now splattered against one edge (laughs) because I like with the force of me falling forward and my mom and the, the friend and my sister all turn around to see me sprawled out across three stairs. And I'm like, 10, 12 at this point. And they're like, yeah. are you all right? And I'm still looking at the sky. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just <laughs> And it was only like a 20-foot climb up yeah. the stairs. But I was like, I was so mesmerized. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look away for a second.
1: I got into like astronomy and all that because I still believe there, oh, there's another form of life out there. We can't be the only. I do
0: too. Science says, probability says yes. Magic yeah. 8 ball says, odds look good. Yes. I mean, also, it would be very egotistical to think in the size of our universe and mm-hmm. the fact that all of the things that we can see in the sky, we are seeing less than 0.4% of the entire universe out of all that we can see with our planet and as far distance as we can see, mm-hmm. that we are alone in this universe. How fucking egotistical would that be?
1: And it's very sad if you think that you are the only. It's, it's kind of lonely.
0: science says we are part of this universe thanks and so i look up at the sky and i feel so small and i think look at the opportunity Mm -hmm. of what there is to learn out there there's so much more than our little blue and green roughly spherical globe not flat right not flat cats would have knocked everything off of it if it had been flat Mm -hmm. but so i would be the hufflepuff who got in trouble for going outside with a blanket and laying on the lawn after hours and just looking up at the sky. And then after I got in trouble for that, I'd be the one who got in trouble for sneaking back into the great hall, laying on the floor and looking up at the ceiling because I wasn't allowed outside. So I had to do the next best thing, which would have been Mm -hmm. the ceiling. And then after that, I'd only do it on special occasions like meteor showers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was lucky enough to see the Haley comet is it when I was little
0: you oh my god you saw Haley's comet what the fuck
1: yeah well I was it only comes around
0: once every 76 years
1: I know I was eight or yeah eight or nine so I might be able to see it twice
0: yeah because I think it's supposed to come back in like 2063 or something like that
1: Uh uh-huh at that time you kind of understand but not really and like everyone on my block came out and all my friends so I was like kind of distracted leading up to but when it happened I was one of the few that just stood there looking up right you know everybody kept messing around but it was it was really amazing that's why one of my favorite classes at Hogwarts would it be in astronomy just oh, to yeah. stay.
0: okay so I'm still Staring up at the ceiling for the whole rest of the night. I can talk while I do that. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's 10 points to Gryffindor because Dumbledore's so fucking unfair.
1: No, he's not.
0: Yes, he is. It
1: was the best chess match ever in the history of wizards.
0: How many people (laughs) saw that chess match? Even if Dumbledore saw it, that brings the total to four.
1: The four most important people in the whole wizard world.
0: (laughs) Again albus dumbledore has in the event of my death in his will gryffindor wins the house cup forever yes <laughs> but speaking of gryffindor
1: mm-hmm.
0: that pompous asshole uh,
1: i mean what excuse me you <laughs> didn't even know him maybe he was really cool no
0: because i'm not fucking ancient like he dead long dead <laughs> yes but i mean they said hey we're gonna teach some wizard and witch kids But after we die, we can't pick anymore. So how are we going to solve that problem? And Gryffindor's like, here, use my
1: hat. Yes, I'm not even gotta clean it first. Just take it, take it how it is. I'll just put some brain in it.
0: Yeah, the hat. Actually, fun fact: the Sorting Hat is was enchanted by all four Founders, even mm-hmm. though it came from the head of Godric Gryffindor. And the way it decides, even though it has been wrong and is very stubborn and refuses to admit that it's wrong, it is skilled at legitimacy. So it literally does mm-hmm. read your mind, quote unquote. To Figure out where you belong.
1: Now it sounds like the hat first is Slytherin, yeah, right? Uh, like, I'm not wrong. You're wrong. I'm not
0: wrong. I said like a liar.
1: But what if you are natural or Occlumency? He won't put you anywhere.
0: I or think does... at that point he would ask because just like Harry, Harry says the hat wanted to put me in Slytherin, and Grif- uh, and Gryffindor said, yeah,
1: and Gryffindor said, <laughs> and
0: head. Dumbledore said, and it put you in Gryffindor. Think why that is. And Harry's like, well. Because I ask. Mm-hmm. And that's why it is our choices far more than our abilities that define who we are.
1: Yes. But if he cannot read anything in your mind, he'll be like, hey, where do you want to go? And you're like, okay, I think... My favorite you know, color is
0: blue, so Ravenclaw.
1: Yeah, he like, Ravenclaw. And he didn't read anything because you're very good or natural or occlumency.
0: Although I wonder if it's possible to be an, a natural occlumens. To have a shielded mind.
1: There are Natural born legitimates like Queenie.
0: Yes, but the ability to read one's mind, that's a power. The ability to shield one's mind, that's a technique. That's a skill. It
1: could be a power. And I don't want to mix fandoms, but I'm reading Akatar, A Court of
0: um, Thorn, Thorns, Thorns and, and Roses. By Sarah and yeah,
1: isn't, is it Elaine? When she's made, her mind's completely shielded.
0: Yes, but she's a special case.
1: I know, but why couldn't be a special case in a world where everything's magic that somebody is born like that?
0: Because it would detract from the plot and then Snape wouldn't be able to make fun of Harry.
1: He was born this way. Baby. Yeah, I that's right.
0: But it, you know, it could be. Yeah. And I mean occasionally you do find the hat stuttering over a decision Mm -hmm. a hat stall is is a case where it takes more than five minutes which probably seems like a fucking eternity especially for an 11 year old to be like Mm -hmm. what do you mean you don't know where to put me like yeah To decide where to put someone, we've had a couple of hat stalls that we know of, a couple of close hat stalls. Mm -hmm. The close hat stalls were Hermione between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor and Neville between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff because the hat said Gryffindor, Neville said Hufflepuff, and they fought Mm. for almost five minutes. Yeah. The only two hat stalls that have been in the past century that we have known about are Minerva McGonagall between Gryffindor and Ravenclaw and Peter Mm -hmm. Pettigrew between Gryffindor and Slytherin. And again, this is an instance where the hat refuses to admit that it may have made a mistake Mm -hmm. putting him in Gryffindor rather than Slytherin.
1: You named two different cases, and I think it's important to make a difference between Hermione's hat stole and uh, Neville's, because Hermione, I think it was the hat. She
0: has both qualities.
1: Well, but I think the hat was questioning himself. I don't think Hermione was inclined to either house I think the hat didn't know because it was very close for her to be in either house right whereas Neville was like yeah Neville was asking he's like no I don't want to go there the
0: hat was like I want to put you in Gryffindor and he was like I don't belong there and the hat's like yes you do and he's like no I don't please don't put me there so he literally argued with him until he's like fuck this I'm just gonna tell the hall Gryffindor
1: and Neville's (laughs) like oh
0: fuck like
1: (laughs) I say goes, and and then he screams. But I think we have to separate both of them because one, it's a desire of a person against what the hat knows is in your head, and the other one is the hat not in knowing. Your
0: head, mm-hmm. in,
1: in your head, in your head, sorting hat, hat sorting
0: hat,
1: sorting hat hat hat, 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 hat. Sorry. Exactly. What's in your head? <laughs>
0: Shout out to the cranberries, which is another vegetable other than
1: pumpkin that
0: they (laughs) could have given us. So Gryffindor contributed the hat off his head. Slytherin obviously was like, hey... I think only pure blood should get to learn at this school. You guys don't think so? Oh, cool, cool. That's cool with me. I'm going to dig a chamber and tell nobody and put a giant fucking snake in it and tell <laughs> only my relatives how to summon it and how to get it to kill people so that even after I'm gone, my mission will accomplish, be accomplished. Yay, me. I mean, what? Yeah. Hey, equality. I am <laughs> for this. Seriously? Yeah, I just summed up the Chamber of Secrets in like
1: 30 <laughs> seconds. You can really see why Slytherin is the House of the Cunning. Because to keep this a secret for the other three most powerful wizards of the age. Yeah. He had to be really skilled. Stealthy as fuck. Yes.
0: We don't actually know if Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw contributed anything building wise. Mm -hmm. Like physical building wise. Like obviously there's the Hufflepuff ghost and the Ravenclaw ghost's. And plural, yes.
1: You might say ghostess. No, no, <laughs> no, no, I would not.
0: And this is not cactuses. This is, no, <laughs> we are not
1: ghostuses. No, no, wrong. <laughs>
0: Wrong. Ding dong. You are wrong. It makes me wonder, does Hogwarts have a doorbell?
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it's
0: unplottable, does it have a doorbell?
1: Now, what sound would it make? Because this is Dumbledore, the one that programmed it. I, and funny fact. Fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like those car horns that are custom. It would like it would play the fucking Indiana Jones theme. Like.
1: Fun fact. Growing up, my doorbell rung as chirping birds. Aww. And it was like a little house, and when you press it, it would go like pee 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 pee, pee, pee like you know, real yeah. birds. Yeah. So it was funny to see people that went to my house for the first time and they were sitting in the kitchen and they hear birds and they're like looking at the ceiling like what the heck are the birds i'm like no that's a doorbell right i don't remember any other house there are
0: fucking birds in this house (laughs) where are the goddamn birds (laughs) show them to me
1: i don't remember any other house that had such a distinct different doorbell i've never seen a
0: house with a birdie doorbell
1: it was really funny
0: so it could be attributed to Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw, mm-hmm. but we're not sure. But the things slash things that I wanted to talk about, because this is one of the things that, this book is one of the most whimsical of the series, obviously, but to this day, it still delights me. The Enchanted Doors and Staircases of Hogwarts, mm-hmm. And I want to read directly from, depending upon where you live, Philosophers or Sorcerer's Stone, here is everything you ever wanted to know about Enchanted Doors and Staircases at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. There were 142 staircases at Hogwarts, wide, sweeping ones, narrow, rickety ones, some that led somewhere different on a Friday, some with a vanishing step halfway up that you had to remember to jump. That would be my downfall, pun intended. Then there were doors that wouldn't open unless you asked politely. I mean, that's fair. Yes. Or tickled them in exactly the right place. Did they give consent?
1: Tickle my keyhole. Is that what we're calling it now?
0: And doors that weren't really doors at all, but solid walls just pretending. What a way to end a sentence. Like, can you imagine, come on, I'm tickling this door. Fuck, I'm late for class. <laughs> Fuck, I'm late for class. I'm going to get detention. And then it's just like, I'm not really a door. And it's like, you motherfucker! I just wanted to get to class! <laughs> like, th- th- first, this would be my life.
1: Yeah, but first of all, first year at Hogwarts, you need a map. You need to know all this trick. And I, I know it's funny. But I-
0: at Hogwarts is my life is a disaster because Sarah takes three weeks to get to figure out how to get to each class starting from one floor below the base floor of the castle.
1: Like, yeah, like you need to know at least have a faint idea where everything is. You know, that uh, everything's going to move around. Other than potions when in, and the kitchens, yeah. it's,
0: it's above me. <laughs> from the Hufflepuff common room. If I'm not going to potions, mm-hmm. where's class? Up. Oh, Where? (laughs) I don't know. But up.
1: (laughs) And you know that (laughs) staircases will take you to a different place every day. So you need to have a kind of an idea where things are. Otherwise, And, you'll be and late if forever. the staircases
0: have like patterns of when they move mm-hmm. or do they just go, ha, 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 this person's having a bad day. Let's move. Ready? One, two, three, go. And you just hear the person go, son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm going to have to go the long way now. I'm going to be 10 minutes late. Oh, I fucking hate you staircases. And like, or does somebody, does Oliver Wood start carrying his broom to class so that if the staircase moves on him, he can just <laughs> jump on his broom and get on the proper staircase? staircase because this is something i would do because that's actually a really smart idea now that i yeah, think of it
1: but i don't know if it's allowed no,
0: to okay, use- if it's allowed if i get to class on time bring room my to- room to class day yes. well, i wanted to make sure the staircase didn't fuck with me today
1: what is the draft that they give to jenny in book two for nerves there's like to go take something for nerves
0: was that the pepper up potion that made her smoke from the ears that made her i don't know no, i think no it was the um well, not the drought of living death. It was a lesser form of that. Yeah, but I um, think they
1: said, you know, go to Ma- Madame Pomfrey so she gives you something for nerves. I think she should have barrels of that because, like, this is all the first years that I can get to You know what bless. she
0: should really have?
1: What? Therapy. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true.
0: Let but- me say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> Therapy for the magical world!
1: Magical mind. But the level of stress that kids have only the first week because everything moves and you have no idea where you are.
0: I mean... You know I'm Percy Weasley, but I would yes. be stressed as fuck all seven years all the time. I would, like, end up in the hospital wing so much. They'd be like, you're going to literally have a heart attack. And at one yeah. point, Madame Pomfrey would be like, I will fucking tie you to this bed. You are going to sit here. and you're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to give you a sleeping draught, and you're going to fucking go to bed. Yes. And I'd be I like, will, thank I you think- so much. You're saving my life. I'm so tired. I'm so stressed.
1: I, I think after a while, I'll be like, I give up. You know that kids are going to be late. So don't even ask.
0: I just got this mental image of a kid, me, who had gotten too frustrated at the staircase not taking it where they wanted to go. So they just sat down on a stair and took out a book and started to read and was like, I'll wait. I got it all day.
1: How many kids will be crying the first day? I, don't know.
0: I would be every day of the first like three weeks. Now I'm I, the person who gets off the subway in Philadelphia and goes, okay, I got to make a right. Because I look at the sign and it says 700s this way, 800s that way. And I go, okay. And then I make a right and I'm like, no, somehow I'm going on the 700s. And then I have to walk past the same people. Like This moron has no idea where she's going. And I'm like, I know.
1: You don't have to point it out to me. I'm already embarrassed. Like, Well, do you think maybe the head of houses asked the prefects, like, you know, you need to make sure that all the first years get to class. So then you see Percy... Like a string and everybody's like Like, you know
0: like Madeline.
1: Like kindergartens. That you know, you take them with a string and they're all touching the string and just walk a sprout wood. Yes. Yeah, it's like all first years come with me and then you see them all. Absolutely would not. (laughs) No. If you got
0: lost, that was on you. Raven Club would but would do it in a way that did not take you where you were supposed to go. So no, we be...
1: will give you a riddle and say, "Figure it out for or yourself." Or no, they
0: they take they'd take you somewhere and they'd be like, "Okay, remember this route. We're getting to charms," and then they show up and you're at in the dungeon in potions, and then mm-hmm. you're like, "What? This was supposed no. to be charms?" Just kidding. Figure out where charms is. This is potions. Get there from here. Good luck. Yeah. And Gryffindors would be like no we're too macho to ask for help or to carry a string
1: no i imagine all the muggles with the whistles i'm lost (laughs) (laughs) like when people get lost at the beach so many
0: red sparks being sent up first year (laughs) like the first week like filch is on fire extinguisher duty constantly
1: (laughs) It's a costume when you are at the beach in Argentina and you get lost to, to start applauding. Like if you find a, <laughs> a kid that is lost, you start clapping to, you know, and the more people that clap, then it, it's kind of like a wave that is expanding, yeah. everyone clapping. That's and imagine- really
0: smart, but why are you applauding a lost
1: child? No, just, just to gain attention of everybody. You, you start clapping so everybody pays That's attention. Somebody
0: goes and finds a lifeguard and brings them back.
1: Yeah, but when you don't know, you start clapping, and now every all the students are clapping everywhere, and Dumbledore is like, "Yeah, party!" <laughs> Everyone's clapping. Yeah. So we need a system because everything fucking moves.
0: Right, and because you can't apparate or disapparate inside disapparate. the class. <laughs> because if I, I mean, even if I could, I'd be like charms class, and I'd end up up the astronomy tower, and I'd be like, "Oh, my mind must have drifted in the
1: middle." <laughs> they don't know what you they can take the exam they have to be 16 so for the first what four or five years they can't do any they can't just operate so no, you
0: can't operate inside hogwarts
1: no besides that even if you could if you're not in fifth year you cannot do it in anyways i would be like hey there's sarah's leg let's bring it to her
0: <laughs> she's she's <laughs> probably hopping and crying somewhere on another <laughs> <river> floor <laughs> follow the sound of her wails. Yes. <laughs> That's the fifth time this week. I'm so done. I just want to go home. Like,
1: yes. So. No, but uh, like if
0: you're clapping for a lost kid, if everybody's lost the entire entrance hall from where the staircase is, up its five floors, mm-hmm. is just an echoing corridor. It sounds like a fucking Beatles concert. Yes. Doesn't help you pinpoint shit. Other than, (laughs) oh, look, everybody's lost. Must be another day. Like, quick,
1: nobody help them. (laughs) (laughs) And you know that there's that kid that's going to start it just for fun. Zacharias Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you can also have fun with everything moving. But like I said in the last episode that I will bring a slinky to Hogwarts just so...
0: But is this Ace Ventura Pet Detective going down the thousand stairs? Yes.
1: You can have fun when everything moves. So let's... Can
0: can we extrapolate that? Not just slinkies. Because first of all, you could turn it into a contest. Yes. And... Something tells me that this happened because Lee Jordan had an idea. (laughs) He had an idea and he's like, I'm going to participate in this, but I'm also going to commentate because it's me. I am Lee Jordan. This is what I do. Yes. Not only can you do slinkies, but something I always wanted to do when I was a kid and was never allowed because I was told it was too dangerous. And Mm -hmm. my mom's probably right, but I still kind of want to do it. I wanted to ride a banister down the stairs. Yes. Um, Or you could snowboard down the staircase with lunch trays.
1: Interesting. Isn't like surf mattress also a thing? Yeah, like, yeah, Princess yeah. Mary's?
0: Yes, yes, that's a thing. So like, I don't know if they'd be able to do surf mattress because you wouldn't be able to pass anybody because mm-hmm. the staircase isn't wide enough but like with lunch trays or stuff you would and you'd kind of be able to control it Mm -hmm. and Lee Jordan would be like and there goes Angelina down the curve and oh she's accidentally picked up Professor Flutwick and (laughs) no here comes Katie from the back oh and here comes Warrington of Slytherin and oh nope Katie's coming back oh Angelina hopped the stair oh Warrington just went off the landing oh that's a long way down say hi to Madame Pomfrey for me (laughs) it's Angelina with the win and then Professor Flutwick just gets up and says thanks that cut down my commute to the great hall for lunch by 15 minutes yeah and they're like glad we could help we'll he's be- just commentating via like hovering broomstick
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing if they could do that i would do that and the good thing is that i think the castle will, will cooperate i think the castle it's like Dumbledore a-
0: would join in
1: Oh my God, yes. He'll have his own special purple slinky.
0: Yes. And like this would be, I'd go from crying on the staircases to being like the queen of the slinky competition because this is where I channel my stress. Yes. (laughs) I am going to take this dining hall tray. I'm going to sit my butt on it and I am going to go down with banks and curves down five flights of stairs and I will stand up in front of the great hall doors, victorious. (laughs) And Madame Pomfrey would look at me and be like, are these Quidditch injuries again? And I'd be like, nah. Well, what what happened? Uh, No, nothing. I fell off the stairs. You broke your arm. I fell off the stairs a really long way up. (laughs) Like.
1: (laughs) I fell off my bed.
0: Right. It just happened to be lofted five floors. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so my life would be torn between Quidditch, prefect duties, dying of stress, and then taking it out in horribly unsafe ways because, because I'm too young to drink because I'm 11.
1: So- <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an amazing year.
0: Yeah, so that's what happened in book one. Exactly. I don't remember if that's how it went when you read it, but that's totally how it went when we read it. <laughs> so, that brings us to the magical, magical mayhem section of this podcast. So, we're going to if you missed our first Harry Potter episode,
1: why go listen to it? Yeah, go listen to it. Like, what's wrong with you? You're doing something wrong with your life. Yeah, you you need to sort out your priorities. Exactly.
0: But so we're going to toss some fun questions around, just random things that occurred to us Mm -hmm. as we were reading book one. Okay. So you are shopping for school supplies. Yes. With your galleons, sickles, and bronze nuts. Nuts. nuts.
1: No. Yes.
0: And you go into Flourish and Blots to buy Mm -hmm. some books. And you see some books on a side table that get you Mm -hmm. distracted.
1: What kind of books are they? I think I will get distracted by fantastic beasts and where to find them or anything any but what if they're I only can...
0: okay beasts like okay beasts and yeah behave, they might be
1: <laughs> A- anything that's magical animal
0: <laughs> yeah I will be beasts they're not horrible i've seen better beasts and yes. like, like find them if you like <laughs> like <laughs> It's a book that I'd write. Yes. I've seen better beasts, and here's where they might be. Who knows? Yeah, I think
1: the muggle world has scary ones, yeah, but you know, yeah. okay. Have you heard about dinosaurs?
0: Right, right. <laughs> like, have you heard about Pluto? That's messed up, man.
1: Like- <laughs> Let me introduce the platypus to you. Right,
0: right. <laughs> exactly. A perfect segue to me getting distracted by all of the astronomy books. Yes. Which is what happens to me in Barnes and Noble. <laughs> I also think the other thing that would distract me, you know how they have Transfiguration today? Yes. I feel like that for Transfiguration, for Charms, for all the new Mm -hmm. and upcoming magic, I would get lost in those because it's absolutely brand new cutting edge. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I need to know. I want to know. Can you show me? Can you
1: show me? I will get distracted. And this is some, I had a period in my teenage years with everything that was astrology was interesting to me so i will get mars is unusually bright tonight it is <laughs> so i will be distracted by everything that had to do with i was going to say occlumency it's not occlumency but divination everything that's divination like i will read cover to cover by omens like i would too bow. but i would you will laugh at it <laughs>
0: That's, bullshit. that's not happening uh, oh, are you I, kidding me i will I'll be the, here when you wrote this book like
1: i will be the ron saying my uncle saw a crim and he died and i'd be ron
0: saying yeah it's obvious what this means there's there's gonna be loads of fog tonight
1: <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about
0: i think you need your inner eye tested okay? <laughs> like
1: but those are another kind of books that i think i will be very distracted by
0: so you've survived your first week of school. You've mm. only gotten lost 25 times, which is okay. very nice. You were expecting somewhere in this 75 to 100 range. Mm-hmm. You finished all your homework and you have free time. Yes. Where do
1: you go or what would you do during your first weekend? I think I end up walking just around the castle. I mean, the, the idea of the portrait really interests me. So I will be just, no, I don't know if talking to them because I'm kind of shy. I but I was
0: going to say, do you want to make friends with gossipy bitches?
1: Yes. Sir Dagon will be my man. Well, you um, have, he's I'm... up
0: on some ridiculous landing on the seventh
1: floor. I <laughs> <laughs> have a
0: hard time getting to him.
1: But yeah, I, I think I will walk around just looking and talking to portraits. Crazy. Would you,
0: I mean, the suits of armor can't talk. They can laugh and they can walk. They can sing. No, that was Peeves inside, <laughs> a, that was Peeves inside a coat of armor but I would probably still talk to them. I'd be like, looking good. What up?
1: Don't they sing carols? And then Peeves makes up his own...
0: Yes, the rude words. <laughs> the rude carols. They're enchanted to sing carols. They're not normally enchanted to speak.
1: Dumbledore will go... I mean, what does he do all day? Nothing. He will go around just enchanting things to just amuse the students. Is
0: he like a cat that you just find him randomly on the third floor with a pillow napping?
1: <laughs> you find him <them> like...
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> Licking like in his I gotta fix my beard. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, as I mentioned earlier, I would end up in trouble for being outside after dark. And then I would Mm -hmm. end up in trouble for being in the Great Hall after dark. But (laughs) the first place I would go when in doubt, go to the library. Yes. But I, I would also explore the grounds. Mm -hmm. I would totally end up at the Quidditch pitch at one, at one point, but I would, and this was a thing I did at college. It was one of my quote requirements for when I lived away at school, is that I would go to the edge of the forest Mm -hmm. and or if there happened to be trees anywhere else that are not the forest full of things that will eat me and find my tree. The tree under which when it's nice out, I will sit outside and study. And that would be a thing I would do the first weekend. I That's mean, I had awesome. I had a tree at Rutgers. It was it was one of the trees surrounding the lake. Mm-hmm. And the lake had a fountain in the middle. So I would go out there with like a waterproof blanket thing and bring my books and my headphones. And I would sit and study and write papers. That's great. Yeah. It was beautiful. So it's probably like week two or three. Okay. You're starting to get a little homesick. And the house elves, because they like pleasing people, they think that that it would be nice to send up food to you that reminds you of home. Mm -hmm. What what do they send you?
1: They will send me chicken parm for sure.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. That's
0: that's an elegant as fuck comfort food. I would like some chicken parm, please. Everybody else is asking for like a cheese sandwich. I'll have some chicken parm.
1: I mean, we used to have either breaded beef like the breaded chicken but with beef instead of chicken or chicken every Saturday okay in my house so it's it's like my comfort food we could do chicken parm or not but that's home because during the week my dad worked so I didn't see him as much but on the weekends he was always home and that is like my whole family together
0: that's like I like that now if it's if I just wanted a comfort food I'd be like chocolate shake grilled cheese French fries, side of ketchup, and I'm happy. But if I wanted something that reminded me of home, it would either be spaghetti and meatballs because that's one of our big consistent family dinners or potato latkes because my mom makes them every year at Hanukkah. And Mm -hmm. we would have an entire dinner of meatloaf and potato latkes. For those who don't know, they are potatoes smashed into a pancake shape and fried in oil. You may or may not dunk them in ketchup. That is up to you. You may put the applesauce on them, Mm -hmm. but they are delicious as all get out.
1: Oh my God. I will eat my
0: weight in potato latkes. One of my favorite things about Hanukkah. I'm like,
1: ooh, (laughs) potato latkes soon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Like they're in any meal kind of thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, what am I going to have for breakfast? Latkes. What did I have for dinner last night? Latkes. Like anything goes.
1: Yes. They sound amazing.
0: So. You're Professor McGonagall, and you know that Harry Potter, the dumbass who lived... Yes. ...not getting his, you've been accepted to Hogwarts letter. So you're sitting at your desk thinking, how can I get this letter to this stupid boy? What fun or extra as fuck way, like she put letters in a dozen eggs... It would have been funnier if, the, if, like, Harry lived with Gaston because then five dozen eggs he'd open and be like, what the fuck is this? Five <laughs> dozen eggs and all of them have letters in them? What is wrong with this? I demand a <laughs> refund. So what other way would you, McGonagall, send letters to Harry Dumbass Potter?
1: I will enchant the TV reporter and say, hey, Potter, get your ass to Hogwarts pronto. We need you in the Quidditch team. Or write it in the sky. Like, hire a plane that will ride in the sky. Like, it can't be any bigger than that. Just look up. You know where you have to go. Come on, man.
0: And he'd be like, how the fuck does that plane know my name? I don't even have any friends or a library card. Like, <laughs> you're a wizard, <laughs> Harry Potter. What the fuck is that about? Like, you, you don't think that he'd totally freak?
1: No. I mean, he's so haggard. He was like, who are you? How I mean, I have do- been screaming first. Second, I will what? try to hide somewhere.
0: Well, I mean, he came in with a very positive attitude.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, but he's like... I, and then I he wanted...
0: lightly put the door back on the hinges.
1: He's like, I wanted to ask, what are you? But it was kind of impolite. So he's like, who are you?
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of got lost on the weight of my mouth. So, yeah. uh, well, I this is kind of an older thing. It doesn't happen much anymore, I don't think, because it fell out of style. But I still think it's hilarious, and I have to give credit to the cult classic... Clue, which, mm-hmm. if you have not seen it, it is based on the board game. It has three possible endings, which is a cool mm-hmm. thing for a movie. Yes. So you don't necessarily know who done it. But thanks to them, every day a different person would ring the doorbell and Aunt Petunia would go and answer the door because Harry's too dumb yeah. to answer the door, so he'd still never get the message. And there would be a person dressed in kind of like a marching band-esque uniform. Mm -hmm. I am a singing telegram. You have (laughs) been accepted to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. You will need the following items. Mm -hmm. And yeah it would be great because she couldn't they'd go to the cops and be like so we're being harassed by singing telegram people can you identify them no they're different every day do you Um, know who's sending them no what are they talking (laughs) about oh shit i can't tell them about wizards nothing what can you tell us what good are you police yes well you haven't given us any information sir so i'm afraid i can't help you and then uncle vernon would just like Tear the fucking door off the, the police station.
1: <laughs> so how many my times, answer is
0: singing telegram.
1: How many times did Didelis Diggle volunteer to be the singing telegram?
0: At least ten in various disguises. <laughs> Not always as a man either, which is
1: he will be like the, the witch that let herself caught every time. Kindle in the she, weird. Yeah, because she loved to be burned at the no stage.
0: less than forty-seven times.
1: That will be Didelis. He's like, I need, I need a hair from somebody else. I need to do it again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I need to apologize myself.
0: I wasn't even picturing apologies. I was just picturing a bad blonde wig and a dress. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. If you could change the ending to one of the books, which book would it be? And why or how would it change that book?
1: I don't you... know. <laughs> Seriously. because You had ch- three
0: hours to think about this.
1: But we were talking about other things.
0: <laughs> you asked me, and I had an answer. I assumed you I had know, an answer. I know because
1: you're smart. I'm not. I'm <laughs> a. Gryffindor. My answer
0: was smart.
1: I'm a Gryffindor. Bear with me.
0: I excuse uh, you. Um, there are a lot of smart people in Gryffindor.
1: I'm i they... I'm Gary Potter. You're The boy, Gary... the boy who gived. <laughs> okay. I think I will change. Book four. Goblet of Ooh, fire. Interesting. Just make it in a way i I think we give too much credit to peter Pettigrew to be able to bring the dark lord back i will make something go wrong because he is literally
0: only a piece just yeah but he
1: he, i mean (laughs) voldemort it's like he he can't even walk he has to be carried so Well,
0: because voldemort's an ugly ass baby of course he has to be
1: carried yeah so there, we're giving Peter Pettigrew a lot of credit to go through everything he had to do to bring him back. So even cutting his hand, I mean, he I will jump Voldemort in the cold room and they're like, see ya, I'm not cutting my hand for you. So And the
0: funny uh, thing is, Voldemort actually jokes about it Literally in the first chapter, I have a task for you. Some that most of my servants would give their right hands to perform. Yeah. So and he's literally telling him exactly what's gonna happen, and Wormtail's like, "Yeah, okay, huh? All right, cool, cool, cool,
1: cool, cool, <laughs> cool, cool, cool." I'm totally not thinking. terrified. No. So I think the whole book four. We give him too much credit, and I don't think he would have gone through with it. So if he doesn't go through with it, Voldemort's not back. The end. We are down to four books.
0: But then why are you taking the glory away from Hufflepuff House?
1: I'm not. Cedric's still dead. Because he dies before we dump Voldy in the cauldron.
0: That's... Screw you. I hate you so much. I'm going to change the book so Wormtail gets less credit, but we're still going to kill Cedric Diggory. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because Hufflepuff House hasn't had that kind of glory in centuries, mm-hmm. and Cedric is honorable and offers to split it with Harry, but we're still gonna fucking murder him!
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, Cedric can live. He never touched the cup. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna touch the cup! <laughs> I'm gonna touch the bud! Anyway, you made me ink!
0: Actually, what's more realistic is they both touch the cup and Wormtail's too inept that his curse misses.
1: Yes. So, Cedric lives because, you know, uh, oh, Peter yeah, Pettigrew- Hufflepuff. Peter that's true.
0: That Cedric lives.
1: Because he was a good finder.
0: Yeah, yes. Uh, um, He's a good everything.
1: He literally
0: true. his job on the Quidditch team, other than Captain, is to find the golden snitch. Yes. He's very good at it. He is. Because Hufflepuffs are
1: very good finders. finders.
0: I have two possible answers. Okay. One of which I like, but I actually don't think I'd go with. And the other one which Makes me sad, but I think is more realistic and is what I would actually like to happen. Okay. So the one that I like, but I think that it would never happen, is I would change book five because Sirius lives, goddammit. Like, that... It hit me where it hurts, man. Yeah. Like he deserves to live. He, I thought you were gonna say he deserves what he got, and I was like, Do no. You go? Do you need me to drive up to Connecticut right the no. fuck now? Like, Seriously, I have work tomorrow. Mine. I have to be back before one o'clock. <laughs> like,
1: no. Sirius is one of my favorite characters. So, mine yeah. Too.
0: But the thing that I really would have liked, when everybody gets asked this question, what would you change? I'd get rid of that fucking epilogue. Mm-hmm. Well. Yes and no. I would change the epilogue. I would take the epilogue that we have and throw it away and burn it. Mm -hmm. It never happened. Goodbye. And I would put in an epilogue that takes place maybe six months or a year down the line after the end of Deathly Hallows. So we are right in the middle of the Wizarding World rebuilding. The Ministry of Magic is literally reconstructing its building. Mm -hmm. It's hiring new people because they're now short half their staff because they've fled or been killed. Uh, we're trying or in Azkaban. To, yeah, or, or that. We're trying to convince muggle-borns and more kids to come back to Hogwarts because it's safe now. And I want to see Harry and the rest of the core group, Harry, Ginny, Ron, Hermione, Neville, Luna, Luna, and Luna and Neville, right, the Golden and Silver trios. I want to see them maybe standing in the ministry, maybe seeing them survey the damage over a couple different places. But it strikes me really hard at the ministry, especially with like, you see it in book five with the fountains, the statues are shattered and everything's Mm -hmm. a giant mess. And it would kind of be like one of those voiceovers you get on TV or somebody would ask Harry, are you okay? And instead of the all was well, which is too perfect and too clean of a wrap up, Mm -hmm. you'd get Harry saying... No, I'm not okay, but I know I will be. We'd see a little bit of progress and that hope that the future will be better. That is the ending we deserved.
1: That is a great ending. Yes, I agree with you. Thank you. I thought of that first and she said it.
0: No, that's (laughs) bullshit. Because you had the same... You look like you're about to cry when I said that. Yes. Like... Yeah, uh,
1: it's very emotional and it would have been a 100,000 times better.
0: And more believable because... And I'm not just talking about the Harry becomes an R and everything, Mm -hmm. but to believe that after all that he's been through, that everything is fine. You don't get over something like that. So to see him six months or a year down the line when everything it's better, but it's still not necessarily great, Mm -hmm. but he knows that someday it will be. Yeah. Because it's over now. Mm-hmm. He can rest and heal and rebuild. That's realistic. That's relatable. That's something that you can see somebody feeling and not just being like, Hey, I defeated the dark Lord 19 years later. I have a happy family. Everything's great. and All was well. That's bullshit. He's probably still having PTSD nightmares. Like yes. what is this nonsense? Don't give me that shit. Like, I want a realistic ending and I actually like my ending that I came up with three hours ago that I just said right now way better than the epilogue I've read. I've read that book so many times and I'm tempted to like rewrite the ending. Yeah, you
1: need to patent that.
0: And be like, send all royalty checks to, instead of to she who must not be named, send them to so-and-so New Jersey, United States uh, with a note that says, thank you for saving the fandom.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Please do.
0: Yeah. Disapparate. To Disapparate. To and our final question, mm-hmm. because I figured this is how Dumbledore, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Uh, oh, Dumbledore. He <laughs> ended his beginning of term speech with mm-hmm. nitwit, blubber, oddment, and tweak. Yes. If you were Dumbledore, what four words would you end your beginning of term speech with?
1: I will end it with hasta la Vista baby. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ha- Asta la, la Vista baby disapparate!
1: <laughs> yes. It's gone. Everybody's like, what the heck? Or um, you just
0: like drop a fucking smoke bomb and like slip out the back door <laughs> because you can't disapparate at Hogwarts.
1: <laughs> like a bad magic trick. <laughs> oh uh, we'll like a with...
0: batman movie he <laughs> would totally do it
1: he would yes he, he would i think he will say piffle skedaddle pup kiss and floof <laughs> He'll be like floof yes
0: okay so we've recorded this three times and each time yes. i've come up with different words and i specifically have not thought about them advance in advance so i am going to give you decanter gallop whoop-de-doo which is hyphenated <laughs> so it's one word and shazam
1: <laughs> and then he transforms into
0: it's a younger you- version of into himself into a younger hotter version of himself
1: yes you're welcome
0: okay and that ends our <laughs> legit Episode. mayhem uh, although yes. I'm really seriously tempted to write an ending to book seven now, you like to, you have I'm, to, like, super serious now, like serious black level serious, which is you actually should. that's that's a bad example because he's not serious at all. I'm like Remus Lupin levels of serious. <laughs> <laughs> but it is time for you, our listeners, to pretend you're Draco Malfoy and we're Lucius Malfoy and tell your father about the things you heard on our social media pages, yep. which. If you didn't know we have them, here's some information about them. We have a TikTok. It's funny. Star Kid liked one of our videos once. It was totally super mega foxy awesome hot. You can find us on TikTok at Realm Stories Pod. We have an Instagram, the Realm of Endless (laughs) Stories Podcast, and a Facebook page, the Realm of Endless Stories Podcast. Our email, which no
1: one has ever sent us one. Mm. Here's a
0: Will even accept a howler. It's fine. Our email is listed on our TikTok and Facebook pages, and it is also coming to you from this howler. How dare you steal that car! You better write an email to the realm of endless stories at gmail.com and hope they forgive you. Oh, and Jenny, dear, we heard you got into Gryffindor and we're very proud. If you are enjoying taking this journey with us, and we hope you are, because if you're not, you know where the door to the train is. Get the fuck off. <laughs> uh, don't make us sick the trolley lady on you. Yeah. me from the trolley. Uh, and give us a follow on whatever platform you listen to us on. And please, please consider leaving us a review. It really, really helps us mm-hmm. rise in the ranks, not of the Death Eaters, but of no. the podcasts that get featured on all of the different podcasts. Yeah, so more, platforms. more. So the more you review, the higher we get up the list, the more people see us and get to laugh at how goofy we are. So yes. it's a win 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 scenario. Please, now... because
1: everyone needs to know the, the true ending to book seven.
0: Oh, wow. I'm really flattered. <laughs> Chocolate frogs, y'all are one. <laughs> <laughs> and now, like the way we should end every beginning of term feast. We will end it with the singing of the Hogwarts School song. And let us begin. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy Woggy, Hogwarts, Hogwarts teach, us, teach us something, please. Whether, <sighs> Whether we be old and be bald or, and old and
1: old or young with scabby knees, our heads could, could with 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 our heads interesting do stuff. with feeling for, for now they're blah blah blah. And full of stuff. air fairness and bits of fluff or the Just do your best, knowing bring back what we forgot. Just do your best, we'll do the rest and learn until our brains are rot. And now it is bedtime, so
0: off you trot, pip pip, disapparate!